Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metalsmithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian, and as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to the dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hi, all. Today, we'll be chatting with Sue Davies and Reggie Ang, who retired and live in both the United States and Asia, specifically Jersey City, New Jersey, and Clemente, Singapore. Hmm. What can we say, Jean, about Jersey City? It's across the river from Manhattan, New York. Jersey City is the second most populous city in the state of New Jersey after Newark. Jersey City is in the northeastern part of New Jersey. Its eastern waterfront faces the Hudson River, where it meets Upper New York Bay. Liberty State Park has panoramic views of the Manhattan skyline, the Statue of Liberty, and Ellis Island, the former immigrant gateway. What was once a blue-collar working-class neighborhood now sells real estate at a exorbitant rates because of its proximity to New York City, Manhattan specifically. There are some amazing bakeries. It's a diverse, cool area full of yuppies. Murray, do they still say yuppies? I don't know. Oh, maybe That's not. An old but term. Yeah. Millennials right. more. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Millennial capital. Okay. You know what? That's the word I've been Millennial using. capital. Okay. Okay. As well as the quote unquote original residents, I'm told. Before my retirement from university life, a colleague who was born and raised in Jersey City, who became a close friend at work, reminded me daily how that area has changed. 
He was born and raised there and loved it and still lives there. Every day he shared how real estate prices increased while he observed people coming in and yuppifying <laughs> that's still allowed to be used. The hood. Gene and I were also attracted to Jersey City at one point, but found it super expensive. It helps, of course, that it's literally minutes from Manhattan. Wait, Gil, forgetting the most important thing. What I consider the best part of Jersey City is that it has, in my opinion, the most innovative music radio station in the world, WFMU. <laughs> FMU is the longest running freeform radio station in the United States. And to where my all-time favorite DJ, Vin Skelza, first started on the radio when WFMU was the, the college radio station of the now-defunct Uppsala College in East Orange, New Jersey. And you right. also forgot to mention when you said Newark, we met in Newark. Yes, we <laughs> met in Newark, but we're not talking about Newark. Oh, true, true. Vin Skelza, if you're listening, we thank you and you have made Gene, you know, his dream come true. <laughs> okay, because I did go to the radio station to get an autographed photo of you many moons ago for Gene's oh, birthday. Years ago. Yeah, 30 <laughs> years ago. We won't talk about that. <laughs> now, Singapore. Hmm, what can we say? I actually don't know where to begin. I often heard my mom talk about it. She would say, Singapore. I have to go to Singapore. I never even knew where it was. I thought it was right there near Shanghai, you know, but you, when you look on the map, it's pretty far south. I had no idea. For you listeners, you can Google it for all the information you need. But according to Wikipedia, Singapore is famous for being a global financial center, being among the most densely populated places in the world, having a world-class city airport with a waterfall and a botanic garden that is a world heritage site. Jean knows how I love those sites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when we go on vacation, she has to go to the botanical garden no matter where it is. It's usually pretty nice, actually. Yeah. Geographically, Singapore is located almost straight down from the center of China, past Thailand, Vietnam, and Malaysia. The Chinese are the largest ethnic group in Singapore, making up almost three quarters of the country's population. And it's renowned for being one of the safest cities in the world world with violent crime being very rare. Hey, yeah, I think the only thing that really people need to do to find out about Singapore is watch Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. I don't <laughs> think that that's representative. Okay. It was a little much. It has probably a lot to do with its overall high level of political and social stability. All in all, expats tend to enjoy a very relaxed lifestyle in Singapore. These guys live in the town of Clemente within Singapore. In 2019, the city was reported to have a population population of over 92,000. It grew from humble beginnings into a vibrant and popular estate. The town is also known for the many tertiary educational institutions, including Ngi. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. It's N-G-E-E. Nian. Nian? Wow. Yeah. I would have <laughs> never gotten that. Polytechnic. Singapore Polytechnic and the National University of Singapore. But without boring you with historical data, Sue and Reggie will tell us all about Clementi. All I know is if and when we visit Singapore, I'd like to stay at the Shipping Container Hotel. <laughs> it's so cool. And Gene, we are not going to talk about the crazy rich Asians, okay. all right? Because I, okay. I can't relate. Okay. okay. Now, a little background about our guest. Sue Davies was born in Brooklyn, New York, and grew up on Long Island. She lived on both coasts in her 20s. She received a bachelor's from Bryn Mawr College, a certificate in database development and design from Columbia University, and a master's in information science from Pace University. She settled in the New York City area in her 30s. She's been in the nonprofit world and involved in fundraising most of her professional life. Over the course of her career, she raised more than $250 million for nonprofit 
nonprofits. That's wonderful. Wow. In 2017, New York nonprofit media named her one of the top 50 over 50 nonprofit leaders in New York City. She was the senior VP and chief development officer for United Way New York City before retiring in 2018. Sue is also an adjunct assistant professor at New York University. She's been there since 2007. Her expertise lies in major and principal gifts, campaigns, foundation and government relations, corporate partnerships, events, board development, budget and management of development department. Sue's employment at NYU provides the couple healthcare since they're both too young for Medicare. Regina Ang, known as Reggie, was born and raised in Singapore. She received her bachelor's from the National University of Singapore and an MBA. MBA from the Zicklin School of Business of Baruch College of the City University of New York. Reggie worked in Singapore and London before being transferred by her company to New York in 1993. She was in the print publishing industry before retiring in 2018 as president of TWP America Inc. Both Sue and Reggie now run Davies and Consulting, which offers coaching, leadership, and board development, institutional fundraising, capital and expansion campaigns for nonprofit organizations and NGOs. They're both terribly addicted to pickleball and play almost every day of the week where possible. Wow, I'm jealous. <laughs> they also picked up Mahjong during COVID-19 and occasionally play with neighbors and sometimes online. They love to travel and started a blog. It's called travelforlifenow.com. It's about their travel experiences, photography, street art, and food. Plus, they write for Travel Awaits, the travel site for the over 50 crowd. Since retirement, they've spent their winters in Singapore and live in Jersey City, New Jersey. So, Sue and Reggie, that was quite an accomplishment, the both of you. And I can't believe you're really not retired, right? You're still <laughs> doing all this work. Welcome to our super cool podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, the word retire is part of the title, but it should be revered and not viewed as old or anything, right? So thank where you for having us. us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah. It's our pleasure. Let's see, where should we start? You are actually not in Jersey City right now. Is that correct? Can you tell us where you are at this moment? We're in Newton in Sussex County at a lake house on Kima Lake. When we're in the US, we spend half our time in Jersey City and have our time here. Okay. And here is where to give our audience a perspective. Is it New Jersey? It, yeah, it's New Jersey. It's Northwest New Jersey, almost at the border of Pennsylvania and New York. Okay. Um, and it's a, uh, we're on a lake. So we're, we go kayaking and, and play, play a lot of pickleball out here, as, as you noted. And a lot of people don't realize <laughs> there are ski resorts up there in North Northwest yeah. New Jersey. Huh. Yeah, there are. There are. We're well, not skiers. Uh, yeah. In fact, we hate the winter. But. <laughs> <laughs> now, I understand that COVID kept you from going abroad. Is that true? It did yeah. for and, two years. Yeah. Well, we, we actually were in Singapore when COVID started. Ah. Okay. So in 2020, 2020. Yeah, we were in Singapore until February 21st. When we left Singapore, COVID had already hit Singapore, but not quite. It was the U.S. was a little bit not paying attention to it yet. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. So why don't we start with Singapore and work our way back? Okay. Mm -hmm. So either one of you, tell us how Singapore started. Now, I know Reggie had obviously the big influence, but but let's talk about why you decided to live there part of the year. I think it's, it's pretty obvious because I'm from Singapore and Sue has been there countless times, like maybe 20 you know times in the course of our life uh, together. And she absolutely loves the food, the weather, and I have family 
there is like a home away from home, uh, especially mm-hmm. since we are able to you know, stay in our own apartment while we're there. And Singapore is really well located in Asia. So since we love to travel, we can easily hop on the plane. We can we can decide at a moment's notice, you know, and hop on the plane this weekend and go to Cambodia. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Or uh, we can decide we'll go to Hong Kong for dinner. We wow. can do that and come back the same day. Everything is a couple of hours yes. away. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you want to go up to Shanghai or something like that. It's more like a six-hour yeah, ride, yeah. six-hour plane ride. Wow. Kansas, six-hour plane yeah. ride. But almost Everything Vietnam else, and yeah. Cambodia. Thailand. And Thailand. All yeah. of those are just a two-hour yeah. plane ride away. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is, is six it? hours sounds far. It's like for us to go to Europe. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It seems far, but, but I guess you know, <laughs> on the map. Uh, yes. Well, it takes. it's an 18-hour flight to get to Singapore. Direct, so yeah. direct. It's 21 hours if you have a transfer. So for us, a six-hour flight, we is, consider that to be short. You know. <laughs> hey, you say direct, but you still have to stop, right? No, no. Uh, Singapore Airlines has a, a direct flight that leaves, you know, Newark or JFK now to Singapore, and, and it takes about you know 18 and a half hours. I have wow. To half. Yeah. <laughs> but that's great. You don't have to get off the plane. No, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. Yeah, you don't have to worry about lost luggage. You <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's, it's a no-brainer because we're both very, very familiar with, with Singapore, and and as I mentioned earlier, it's, it's like a home away from home, and we just absolutely cannot tolerate the winters here. Mm. <laughs> and Singapore being almost at the equator, or maybe just slightly north of the equator, you're talking about 365 days of, of sunshine, hot, hot, humid days, but mm-hmm. you know. yeah. And also um, we, so we, when we decided to quit our jobs in 2018, <laughs> our full-time jobs, which were, you know, 60, 70 hour week jobs, we decided part of what, what we wanted was quality of life, mm-hmm. right? We wanted to be able to spend more time with family. Yes. And Reggie has a lot of elderly relatives in Singapore that she didn't see very often. And also she'd been here and put up with my family for so long <laughs> that we thought it was past due to be in Singapore and spend more time with them. Oh, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah, very fair. Yeah. So how did you pick the town? How did you pick Clemente? Actually, it was my mother who did it. <laughs> what? Yeah, my my mother um, actually encouraged me to buy a piece of property. In Singapore, when you are single and you're over 35, you could actually apply to buy uh, what we call a housing development board, HDB uh, flats. It's considered public housing, but not like U.S. public housing, mm-hmm. subsidized by the government. I yeah, mean, to a certain degree, yeah. brand, um, brand new flats are. Um, you could you could get loans from the government. It's slightly slightly subsidized. Yeah. Oh, and nice. Re- Resale properties are not. You still pay market price for them. Yes. Yeah, so your mother wanted you to buy an apartment. Yes, my mother wanted me to buy an apartment. So I said, okay, go have it. Go find me something and take care of it. So she did. So she found me. Wow. A oh, you're flat. lucky. Okay. Even though you got a deal on this government sort of government apartment, you say. But Singapore, I say the elephant in the room, Singapore is so, known to be so expensive. Is it Was it that much less expensive, the apartment? Yes. Well, she also, she bought it, what, 20? I, I bought it 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think Sue mentioned that the, these apartments are like, the government built, right? When Singapore turned, got its independence, the focus was to to house its people. So the government went around building and in these estates like Clementi, Tobayo is one of them. And so that the the ordinary folks can actually own their own apartments. So mm. Singapore is one of the highest percentage of ownership of property. Oh wow. And the government 
try to put in place certain policies that will help you get there. Singapore didn't go independent from the Brits until uh, 1965. Singapore was underdeveloped. It was just like Malaysia, uh, Vietnam, Cambodia. Mm. It was very underdeveloped. So it's a very, very big and rapid effort Mm -hmm. to develop Singapore. Yeah, and part of what, what they did was they built housing mm-hmm. so that people could own their houses um, instead of living in little villages yes. called kampongs. Yes. They decided that to make the city into an international trade and, and finance capital, mm-hmm. like they planned this all out you to know. build it up as a developed country. Mm-hmm. And they succeeded. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't know. So if you live where the expats live, it's very expensive because their corporations are paying for it, mm. right? They ah. don't if you stay where the tourists stay, it's also very expensive. The food is more expensive. If you go to restaurants, it's very city, expensive. In, in, so so if you go, you know, if you're tourists and you, you go to the city center, you stay at hotels, restaurants, you eat there, they're, they're pretty expensive. I mean, a, a, a three-course meal can cost upwards of $120. But if you stay in these in the estates, in, in the, the estates, neighborhoods, yes, like we do, dinner for two, a simple dinner could be less than $10. Sing. Wow. Yes. Sing. Sing. Ten dollars uh, Sing. That's about $7.50 US. Wow. What a difference. Yeah. 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 So to to kind of share, you know, we we live in the estates where everybody else lives. Sue is probably the only white person around. (laughs) And they know her because we we go to the the food market and they're like, where's your friend? You know, without her, I'm like, what am I? You know, so so she buys the the chicken. We go to the wet market and we buy chicken, we buy fish, we buy noodles. It's it's much less expensive than it would be, you know, downtown. But yeah, they're all, when when, when I show, when Reggie goes without me, they're like, where's your friend? Where's your friend? (laughs) If I go without Reggie, they don't 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 ask about it. (laughs) Oh, it's much, much more affordable, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you did try to rent an apartment, but it's like New York City, right? If you stay in Midtown and you go to the restaurants in Midtown, Mm -hmm. you're going to pay a lot of money. Mm -hmm. If you stay in some areas of Brooklyn or, you know, Mm -hmm. up on the Upper West Side, you're going to find more affordable things because it's where the 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 neighborhoods, it's where... Mm -hmm. People mm-hmm. live where the people mm-hmm. who live in the city live, not the uber rich, the ordinary folks. Okay. So let's talk about some of these numbers, like actual numbers. But what's the average rent, would you say? Not in the city proper, but like if I wanted to go to Clemente, are there parts that are not expat and is it affordable? The medium range. I would say definitely much more affordable than New York City. <laughs> well, probably probably things are the same price as New York City downtown. You, you probably can oh, do you can't downtown. even say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, New York, you can do four thousand dollars a month to ten thousand dollars a month. Mm, you know, yeah, for yeah. New York City. Yeah. Probably similar to Singapore. Wow. It depends if yeah. you're, I don't know that there's that much middle range in Singapore. Yeah. It's either the really the expat really, yeah. and expensive areas or it's the, the neighborhoods. Um, so maybe, let me clarify that this Singapore is really small. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's, there's hardly uh, very many houses on, you know, what we call landed property. Very few houses. Most of the properties you find there are in, you know, condominiums, high rises. Mm-hmm. So if you are staying in a private condo, 
a two bedroom could cost you something like uh, five thousand uh, dollars. I'm I'm talking about US, and 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 it will a come month. yeah a, a month. month, and it will come with facilities like a swimming pool, a gym, and 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 all that. If you were to stay in a similar kind of private uh, condo in in a non city area, mm. maybe you pay closer to like um you know three thousand or twenty five hundred. Yeah. Okay. So basically, if you're an expat and you wanted to go there, say you are a retired expat, you'd be paying a, a good amount of money. Yes. Like yeah. New York City, In, like Manhattan prices. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. you would. Yeah. Singapore doesn't have a retirement visa, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You can, if you're a foreigner, you can stay there for 89 days yeah. and <laughs> like, you have to leave. 90 days. Yeah. No, it's 90 days. Right. Right before um, the 90. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you have to you have to leave. Yeah. Um, wow. And go travel somewhere else and then come back. And for us, Singapore does not recognize gay, gay marriage. marriage. So mm-hmm. if we were a straight couple, I could get permanent residency there, but I can't because ah. they don't recognize our marriage. But I thought I was reading that past August, the prime minister said that he planned to make gay marriage legal. Is that is that no. correct? What they did was they they are taking they've had the British sodomy law on the books since the it was a British colony. Yeah, right. yeah. There's been a big fight to take that that law off the books. So originally, the Supreme Court ruled about six months ago that that law was not enforceable, mm-hmm. uh, but they wanted to leave it on the on the, the book. books anyway. So most recently, they've agreed to take that law off the books. But the compromise was they'd take that law off the books, but they would not make a move around gay marriage. They would continue to define marriage as between a, a man and a woman. Oh, wow. hmm. But people know the two of you and they know that you're a couple, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not like they're going to treat, I mean, in this day and age, they don't treat you any differently, do they? No, no we, we have not actually, we, we've had very supportive um, reactions, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to, to us yeah. being there, being mm-hmm. together and uh it, it's been very welcoming actually yeah oh nice my, my my old old aunties they would like treat sue like they say my daughter-in-law <laughs> oh, that's so nice. yeah. they, wow they accept yeah. her and, and and all of my friends do too you know they're yeah. it's, it's, it's been pretty welcoming yeah. I, I think that's part of the reason why we also decide we want to stay in singapore yeah alternate I mean, we also have done a lot of research on did we want to live somewhere yeah. like Portugal or Spain or Malta, mm-hmm. where you can get an easily get a retirement visa and mm-hmm. get health care. And you've probably talked to people on this show about yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some pl- Venezuela, some places in um, in, in uh, Panama America. or in yeah. South America. Yeah. We actually did uh, research. We actually yeah. did an article with Travel Awaits on LGBTQ friendly oh, that wow. have retirement visas. But we ultimately decided that. We didn't want to add another country to our repertoire, <laughs> but we might at some point decide to yeah. do that when I'm when I'm 65 and she's only 62 and still can't get Medicare. So, but so Singapore inter- matters yeah. to us because it's family. It's yeah. it was yeah. also nice for Reggie to be in her home country part of the year, sure, not sure, always be in the the, mm-hmm. the U.S. and be mm-hmm. the immigrant in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, no, I know the feeling, even though I'm I grew up here, but. <laughs> Yeah, so- I haven't been to China, actually. And now my parents are both passed and it's kind of harder to establish any kind of relationships with people. But I'll gladly visit, though. I'm dying to go. And uh, Gene's not retired yet. He's got another two years. So when he does, because I don't want to just kind of up and leave him for <laughs> eight months or whatever. <laughs> All right. So, so let's talk a bit about the cost of living. 
setting aside the kind of city center prices, because uh, I want to talk about the kind of day-to-day, the affordable, because most of our listeners are not millionaires. Even a $2,500 month rent is is still very high. How would you say it's doable in terms of the uh, amenities and, and things like that, if you could talk to us? Well, Singapore also has hostels and has that are some of which we haven't stayed at them, so I can't tell you, but are much more affordable than the regular hotels. Are they so like they hostels? Hostels? Yeah, yeah, Singapore okay. hostels. So that so that that could bring the affordability. Yeah, down. we lived in New York for a long time yeah. before we moved to Jersey City, and Jersey City, as you said, it's a subway ride. It's two stops into New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have been uh, living with New York kind of prices. For, for a long time. For the, uh, you know, we've yeah. been together for 25 years. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, I was in New York before then. We're kind of used to those prices. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> us, well, you're you know, lucky. <laughs> unfortunately, that's, you know, been. But I would stay, say, stay in hostels. I would go to hawker centers to yep. eat that are in the neighborhoods. What so is that? Tell no, us what, what a hawker is. center Tell them what a hawker center so is. So each town, you know, like Clementine has, um, is pretty self-sufficient. You don't really have to leave. There's usually a huge a wet market where you, you have individual butcher, uh, fishmonger, fishmonger and, mm-hmm. and we say wet because the floors are always wet. <laughs> so you actually go and get your produce from, from these from the wet market, yeah, from, from the market, and built next to them are all these uh, food stores. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I don't know. So the wet market yeah. is is food you would cook yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. the hawker center is you go and eat like yeah. your oh. breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You can actually go there and eat, and uh, there are all these stores around, and they're really cheap. There are tables. Everything is a community shared tables you you just go and 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 you get your food you get in line and you you, you pay you, there are plenty of choices and there's areas for the malay where they're halal food and then they're you know indian food and so you could go to all the different areas and get all the different kinds of food and come bring them to your table and have a mm-hmm. piece and and usually you can eat for like less than well, yeah, less than ten dollars. Oh, yeah. But Singapore's famous for the hawker centers. It's it's a very it's what people one of the things people do. Mm-hmm. There are tourist oriented hawker centers. Yes, and they are more expensive. Right? Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so they're more expensive. So mm-hmm. if you go into the neighborhoods, yeah, you can yeah. have lunch for three dollars, four dollars. There's also there was two, but now there's one Michelin starred hawker stall. Where you can get a Michelin. <laughs> you can get a Michelin meal for ten dollars. Oh, what? Wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 Two there were two and one of them huh. lost the star. But the other one is <laughs> it's, it's six fifty for a Michelin starred meal. Oh my Singapore. God. And then there's all these other ones that Reggie just said yeah. that are bib gourmand, bib which are more affordable. Mm-hmm. They're just below Michelin stars. Like five there's there's like thirty or forty of them. Yeah. Wow. wow. And also the best food is yes. in these ones. Yeah. Not as the touristy ones are for show, like Maxwell's and Newton. Oh, Maxwell's. Yeah. And it's more expensive in those places. They're fun to go to too. Yeah. All the hawker centers are fun. They're very regulated. They're clean. They're it's it's like street food, but yeah. Singapore and everything in Singapore is regulated. So you know that it's it's been it's healthy. It's uh the hygiene is very, very high, mm-hmm. you know. You can't mm-hmm. you can't do anything in Singapore without the government, you know, certifying. Oh, that's it. so interesting. So at, at the Michelin, at the Michelin star doll, what do you get? What do, what do you get for your six fifty? That, that's the one with the the noodle. The yeah, the noodle dish. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, there's a 
a bok choy noodle place. Mm-hmm. So it's is egg noodles with like minced pork, you know, strips of mushroom in this mm-hmm. hot uh, sauce, and and it's really good. I don't know. Yeah. What they put it's in a bowl. It. It's, it's, it's a like bowl. This, it's a bowl like this big. It's it's a it's a it's a yeah. dinner sized meal. Yeah. Wow. Wow. The other place that used to have a star that doesn't have any more was chicken, uh, was chicken rice. Was chicken rice, yes. which is a famous Singapore dish, and it's actually downtown in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. It's still it's still good. But it doesn't have a Michelin star. Yeah, anymore. I think that was that was <laughs> that was two thousand fifty cents. That's more yeah. like a lunch meal. Yeah. Wow. Do you know why yeah. they took away the star? He he expanded all over the world, and so he hasn't like focused enough on uh. all in Chinatown um, mm-hmm. Hawker Center. Okay. So, okay. I think that's more the yeah. reason. Probably the uh, quality went down. There but, are other uh, yeah. starred restaurants in Singapore that yeah. are extremely expensive. A okay. lot of really good restaurants that yeah. you're going to spend a hundred dollars yes. for, for your meal. You know the and, the, the typical Michelin you know. star. Restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. there are a lot of those, but the hawker centers have really good food. Yeah, the, yeah the food actually, is really good. Yeah, you don't need a Michelin star actually. I mean, it's just there's this one uh, stall that we used to go to for braised duck noodle. Oh my god. Mm. Three dollars. <laughs> yeah. And you you get in line for a long time. Yeah. But oh wow. Best three dollar bowl of duck noodles yeah. with Ooh, a yeah. side bowl of soup. Yeah. Of soup. You, you get a, oh. a separate bowl uh, of soup, which is is, is like fantastic. Yes. Oh my god. And also and also, um, so the way the way you know a stall is good at a hawker center is you go and you see the ones that have lines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Singaporeans are foodies. Yeah. They're all foodies. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. could you could meet up with somebody and you'll have three people and they'll have eight opinions on the best place to get a certain noodle dish. Oh, I'm sure. Wow. If you go to a hawker center and you see a long line, Joined a whatever line. is there is really good. Okay. Uh, so how and- far is the hawker center, let's say, that you regularly go to from your residence? Within walking distance. It's a five minute oh, walk. Yeah. Oh, oh like, so you don't need a car. No, no. Uh, Singapore has great mass transit. You don't yeah. need a car at all. I mentioned earlier. So in Clementi, for example, there is a library, a gym, a cinema, two shopping malls, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of hawker centers and a wet market, all within f- less than 500 meters walk. Yeah, we, we get, get a haircut. haircut. Yeah. For uh, Well, mm-hmm. there was a place that we stayed at once that it was $5, $5. for our haircut, which yeah. you know is $3. US. It's $3 US. Um, wow! Now it, it went the, where we are in Clementi now. It's, it's like eight dollars for a haircut. Wow! <laughs> you know, I forgot to mention. So the currency is what? The currency is a dollar forty-four Sing dollars to a U.S. dollar. Oh, okay. So it's okay. it's called Sing dollars. So if I were to let's say move to Singapore, you know, half half of the year, kind of like what you guys are doing. You um, can't though. I can't because of the limitations. The so, but if I well. I, if I were to go to, visit. you would just have to travel. Yeah, yeah. So Under- like what we do is we we go there for th- we go in there for three and a half months. Mm-hmm. We're, we're spending a couple of weeks in Japan. We're spending a couple of weeks in uh, India. India. You know that's what you do. Okay. And if I just my goal in life is not to have to worry about food, like not <laughs> cook. You know what I mean? I mean, no, I love food. I love food. Look at me. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, so I could eat out and it's just cooked food that doesn't have all the additives and all that other junk. If you go into a, a you know, a, a genuine location. Right. And I'd never have to cook again. And I wouldn't have to worry if I'm spending three to five dollars a meal. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that could offset the rent. It could. Yes. Yes. Um, 
one of the first when when we first did our our first winter there after we retired and we were renting a, a room so we didn't really have access to the kitchen the only thing that we could eat was our breakfast cereal you know okay. and then we had to eat out for the rest of our meals mm-hmm. lunch and dinner so that's yeah. what we did we, yeah and it wasn't like you were compromising on the quality no, no it wasn't be- like you know if we would eat out all the time I'd be worried about the salt I'd I'd be worried about all the additives and what have you you're eating well it it probably is a little bit uh well this is so interesting because we uh, you know my cl- we were watching my cholesterol the first time we went to Singapore for three months we thought it would go up mm-hmm. it actually went down nice. wow but we didn't eat you know there is a lot a lot of fried stuff there's yeah. a lot of noodles there's a lot of sauces so there is some of the additives you're talking about mm. but we also exercised more and we were walking all the time yeah. and so okay. the exercise outweighed it but but there's certainly a lot of that there yeah. not everything is healthy yeah. you know i mean you just have to be smart about you know food just like every everything else in in yeah. life if you want to be healthy, you eat less fried fruit. So the government again <laughs> encourages the hawkers to advertise that you could ask for less salt or less oil when you ask uh. get your your meal cooked. Wow! You know you can actually ask them to please less salt or less oil. Oh. Yeah. Cook what it. about what about MSG? Are they no. using MSG still? No. Sure they I'm do sure they do, um, <laughs> but, but we didn't come across, you know. Uh, we have no idea what's in most yeah. of our food. I'm sure <laughs> some of them are using MSG, yeah. and some of them are not. Yeah, no, because my mother used to have like... Oh, my goodness. It, w- it was a gallon-size container <laughs> that she would gallon. bring home, and <laughs> she swore that she couldn't cook without it. Mm. And so we kind of grew up on it, and I mean, I'm still I'm, I'm still okay. MS- MSG is back. People like it. Yeah, well, people now. like it, and it's hard to kind of, unless it's illegal... You know, yeah. it's hard to kind of get rid of it. So say we we went to China for three weeks and we came home with belly aches. Oh, and yeah. there was way too much oil and way too much salt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we don't we don't have that experience in Singapore. Really? Uh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's very- by the time of, after three weeks in China, we were like so ready to go yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> OK. Can you tell us talk a little about the public transportation? Is is there a train? Is there a subway? What is there? So Singapore has uh, the uh, mass rapid transit, the MRT, which is really, really affordable. It is very, very well connected. I think they have about eight lines and they, they are constantly build, adding more lines. So it connects the whole entire island. There's really no place yeah, that you can, wow. you can get to without. Wow. Um, and also they have a very good bus system. So very, very I, you know, I spent a lot of my adult years in New York. I would never get on a bus in New York. Okay, yeah, the bus of course. go like so slow. They yeah. do all the studies. They go like seven miles an hour. I know. I hate the bus. Reggie spent a long time convincing me to take buses in Singapore, and now <laughs> I take buses in Singapore because they go fast. They go really, it's not the New York thing, and and they go everywhere. Yeah, and and um, they're very affordable. Like yeah. um, MRT uh, fare, uh, the the distance measure. So it starts at a dollar. It doesn't ever go more than a dollar seventy. Oh, okay. And then, and then you can buy passes that allows you to go unlimited. And they're they're safe. They're clean. Yeah. Nobody eats. Well, nobody eats on the street in Singapore. They don't. They don't eat on the subway. Like in New York, you know, people get on the subway. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a three course meal. Wait. So is the mass is the mass transit twenty four seven? No. The MRT doesn't run between, I think, midnight and like 5 a.m. But the buses do. Buses oh. run. The buses and also they have um, 
Grab. Yes, they have. So they, they no, don't have a don't have Uber. No Uber, but there's Grab and okay. taxis. And the flight down fare for the taxi is about three dollars. Oh, know? nice. So it's it's really really affordable to take public transport because the government doesn't really encourage driving mm. you know, mm. private cars. Is it because of climate change or just the, Part the of amount it, of people? Yeah, is, yeah. and and also is it's a very small island. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the size of Manhattan. No, what's no, it the, it's size? the size of actually New York City five five boroughs. Yeah, oh, it's, it's the size wow. of, of the five boroughs. That's so but small. That's yeah. not small, small, but for a country that's small, <laughs> right, right, for a country. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of congestion pricing, and and cars are actually taxed at two hundred seventy five percent. So Whoa. wow, wow, yeah, it's discourage them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very expensive to buy a car, and you can't just go and walk into a dealership to buy a car, even if you could afford it, because you have to then buy a certificate of entitlement on the market. That, what market. is that? A certificate of entitlement, a COE, allows you to then go to the dealer and say, "Okay, I would like to now purchase the Volkswagen Jetta," and so the COE is openly bid on the marketplace and what. As sixty thousand dollars, what? Or it could be as. This sounds like a taxi thing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's like like a medallion. Yeah, on top of that, you pay for the car. Then you pay for the car. Yeah, but they but see they so they both they have a strategy to try to keep less cars on the road by making it very expensive, but also by having a good public transit system. Mm -hmm. That makes very good public transit system. Until you party till two a.m. and then you have to take a grab. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not but, not that you do that, but I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our bedtime is well before midnight. So <laughs> yeah, here too. Here too. So I want to go back a bit to um, amenities. Oh well, we we want to talk about watching movies. Okay. So you okay. Should ask for amenities. Okay. So let's talk about watching movies. So, okay. One of the things that we discovered since we we're tired is that we could go for afternoon matinees, and these cost three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> To watch. Okay. Um, okay. A, a, first run, a first run movie. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you yeah. have to show an ID to show your age. Yeah. Yes, you, you do. Yeah. It, it's 55, right? Yes. 55. Yeah, oh. 55 younger. You senior pricing. Yes. You get senior pricing at 55. Yeah. It's, it's five single dollars, but it's about 350. Yeah. So, and, and very often we get the whole movie theater to ourselves. Well, that was during COVID. <laughs> wow. That was during COVID. <laughs> Who goes to the movie in the afternoon? But we won't go to the movies in New yeah. York. It costs yes. like 20 bucks yeah. for one person to go <laughs> not to our, the movie. Not our theater. Wait a yeah. minute. So what's the cost of popcorn if you go in for 350? What's popcorn on? Oh, popcorn is expensive. The, yeah. Well, they have a deal. Yeah, they have a deal. But it's not very good popcorn, so I don't I don't bother. Yeah. Okay. You can also buy other food. Yeah. They they also have some other kind of things in the theaters, yeah. like the private Yes, you can have a private meal with a drink, you know. Yeah. What? Yes. In the theater? Oh, yeah. And that yes. was like thirty five dollars, I yeah. think. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Wait, so are you sitting in like a little booth or something or a separate you, you area? In, you sit in those, you know, those big uh um chairs. That, oh, yeah, yeah. chairs yeah. with a okay. thing. And they so, bring you for the food. You know. Yeah, so that's like $30, yeah. which would be $20 US, which yeah. okay. is so, not. We, I mean, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't do that. We yeah. just did the 350. Yeah. We were so, we got such a kick out of going to movies with 350. <laughs> we like, well, you yeah. got the place to yourself. So, you know, yeah. you don't need the other. And it was COVID. So they had a lot of seats were blocked yeah. off. Okay. You know? Okay. And what, what language are the movies in? 
English. English. Well, there's also some. Yeah, there are some Chinese language movies, too. Yeah. Well, is English taught as a second language? So Singapore was a British colony. So. Mm. Oh, right. uh, Actually, English is the official language. One of four official languages. English, Mandarin, Malay and Tamil. But most of the people that are our age speak English. Some folks that are better 70 and 80 and older that didn't go to a lot of schooling don't speak English. They'll speak their dialect, Cantonese or whatever. Or Mandarin. Or Mandarin. Okay. Okay. And and Reggie, do you speak Mandarin also? Uh, (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because we have to, actually, when when we go to school, so English is the main um, language that the subjects are taught in. And then you have to take a second language, which is usually based on your ethnic group. Chinese ancestry, you take uh, Chinese. And if you're Malay, you take Malay. And then you are also required to learn the national language, which is Malay, because the anthem is in, in Malay. It's good to to know a little bit Malay so you could actually converse in the wet markets and the hawker centers. That's like the prevalent language in the streets. Um, English is mostly English is mostly prevalent language. English oh. and Mandarin. No, but if you go to the wet markets and mm. you want to say, "I only want half of the fish" or something like that, are you speaking English. in? Oh, you are. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah. easy enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or if I go and I want an Indian a ginger tea, I go up to the the Malay store and I'll tell him and I order in, in Malay. You know. Oh, so you know Malay also? Yes, a little bit. Oh, a little cool. bit. Mostly cool. food. Yeah, food. Okay. Yeah. Do a lot of expats live there? Not many, right? No, yes, there's, there's a ton a lot of, of expats. Oh, there are. All right. But they work for the major banks and yeah. the major corporations. So. Yeah. Because so they're all that. headquartered. They're all head. They're yeah, so all of them have financial center. Yeah, all of them have yeah. their headquarters in Singapore. Sure, it's so sure. Travel. You can work the whole region from Singapore. Yeah. Let's just go back a minute to cost of living in Singapore. And if you could give us an idea, if we were to go, I don't know, maybe like you said, 89 days, how much am I expecting to spend? I know the rent is going to be, you know, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And and we've interviewed a couple who retired to Manhattan. I mean, the Upper East Side and, so, Hong and Hong Kong, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, let's say I wanted to do that. Would it cost an arm and a leg? Is it because there are expats, but let's say I come over and I'm not working for anyone. I'm retired. I'm mm-hmm. not with any corporation. Do you think it's not doable or what? I think it's doable. I think if you are aware of what is going to go to us rent and you, you could go to the, the estates, the various satellite towns to have your meals and, and get your hair cut or, or shop and, and, you know, oh, shopping, we didn't talk about yeah, shopping. You know, you, you could definitely live there. I mean, I when you think about it, if you budgeted a hundred dollars yeah. a day for food, that's $3,000 a month, right? That's mm-hmm. a but a you're not going to spend that much. You're not, not going right, to spend that right. every night. Yeah. You might yeah. do that a couple times a week and then go a couple times and have $20 dinners. You know, it's also a shopping capital of the yeah. world. Every designer, everything is there. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do designer shopping, then, yeah. that's going to cost you yeah. a lot of money. All right. Um, well, I don't do that. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things to do in Singapore that mm-hmm. don't cost that much. So like okay. you, mentioned, you mentioned the Botanic Gardens. Yes. Uh, we live not that far from the Botanic Gardens. We Ooh, went there nice. times last, yeah. last time we were there. Oh. We, it has one of the most amazing orchids. orchid gardens in the yeah. world. It yeah. is, I think you mentioned earlier that Botanic Gardens is a, a UNESCO. UNESCO World Heritage Yeah, Yeah. Uh, 
But there's all kinds of stuff that are going on there all the time. Going to the gym is very cheap. Relatively <laughs> even for cheap, her, even for me. What's that? Um, What's cheap? It was well when we did it. It was three or four dollars a visit for me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Nice. But there's also it's also a very green city, yeah. so there's lots of places you can go to to bike. to run yeah. to bike. Yeah. You can rent bikes if you want to go to Sentosa. You can go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can go to St. John's and go to the beach, and it's not going to cost you that much to do that. So you can do it. There's a lot of things you can do that's expensive. If if what you want to do is spend your time at Sentosa, that's going to cost you yes. a good bit of money because everything there is expensive. Now, but what's the, what's Sentosa? So Sentosa is this island that's about maybe half an hour cable car Sorry, ride. I don't know. That cable car that ride is like 10 five, minutes. 10 minutes? Okay. It's a 10 minute cable car <laughs> ride. Or, or a ferry. You can yeah. take a ferry over. Okay. You can actually walk from one of the it's, shopping it's, centers. It's our version of Disney World, I guess. You call it Disney World for They have, a, they have Universal the, Studios. Oh they have aquariums. They, they have, have a, beaches. A, you know, a wonderful um, aquarium. There. Yeah, the aquarium is, yeah. there's a really cool restaurant oh, called yes. Oceans where the aquarium is like at the side of your table. <laughs> your whole meal, you're eating now, fish that, that is and expensive. you're watching them fly around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's expensive. But, but um, it is worth, you know, you have the stingrays. Um, and you're eating one yeah Yeah. you're like i have your cousin yeah (laughs) exactly if if you want to go out drinking every saturday night that's expensive okay liquor is expensive in singapore yeah okay okay so but there's plenty to do there are so many gardens and so many wonderful areas uh by the way has marvelous street art in in singapore Ah, (laughs) really marvelous like that yeah i love Uh, that so there's so many things that you can do that are low cost and cheap there are a lot of things you can do that cost a lot of money right okay okay Uh, are the expats like do they congregate together or do you think the oh they do i see you nodding okay (laughs) they all live in the same area yeah Oh, so you kind of all know each other kind of thing. Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't live in that area. No, no. But I mean, the people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They live. They live. There are are particular areas that are a lot of expats. And are most of them British? No. No. Americans. uh, We have a lot of from all over the world. Australians. Yeah. I mean, China. Every major bank is there. Every major corporation is there. All of them. Okay. So what kind of visa do you need? Tourist visa. Yeah, tourist visa is 89 days. Okay. Um, as we said, that's the general visa you get. Yeah. If you have is a it? lot, of, if you have a lot, a lot of money, you get an entrepreneur's visa where you invest in a local company that helps create jobs for Singaporeans, then you can get permanent residency. Oh my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. If you are married to a Singaporean, yeah, if you're married to a Singaporean and not you, gay. And not gay, <laughs> you can get you can get um, permanent residency. Yeah. So then you can go much more easily and frequently. Mm-hmm. Is there is there something you want to talk about that we haven't covered? It's a great city. I love it. As Reggie said, I've been there like so many times. If you love um, food, it's a great food city, but it's also a great city to explore. You know, yeah. it used to be that Singapore is really seen as a stopover city, right? You're stopping over from Singapore to go somewhere else. You would stop in Singapore for a day or two or yeah. three and then go. But Singapore is becoming a destination unto itself now. There's a whole host of things to do there. Yeah. As, as you, you know. mentioned, I mean, just, just the airport itself. I mean, we spend the night at the airport. Yeah, well, the because airport it's so nice. 
Yeah, yeah, tell us, tell us about that. It's one of the nicest airports in the world. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, it does have a waterfall. Yes. It has the vortex, the vortex in the middle, which is a yeah. waterfall in the middle of the thing. Yeah. There's a butterfly garden. There's a orchid oh, wow. garden. Yeah. Wow. COVID, you know, they shut yeah. down some of the stuff, yeah. but yeah. it'll yeah. be reopening. Yeah. Oh, you can, if you have, if you have kids, you can go see the dinosaurs. You can take the walk out of she the airport. Did we walk? Yeah. yeah, we walked. I did it by bike. But you can walk. <laughs> you can walk out of the airport, and there's this whole dinosaur. What was it called? It's this whole di- plastic dinosaur. It's like great for kids. It's a, it's a walk out of the airport, and then you can just come. You're one of those walk. kids because you love yeah, it. I'm one of those kids. Yeah, I'm a kid. Okay. It's, okay. it's got every kind of shopping you could want. Yeah. It has a wonderful. Uh, has wonderful food. Yeah, both in, restaurants. In and mm. has a hawker center my, in the basement. Um, um, my parents used to take a bus to go to the airport as a destination. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Not because it's like Disneyland. Yeah. 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 When I was young, I, I once took a date to the airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> it didn't work out too well. Yeah. Where was that? LaGuardia? <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy Airport. Okay. Kennedy Airport. And then you, and you didn't get on a plane, huh? No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. me, I, yeah. I was poor. I this is poor. this is the person I married. Okay. <laughs> um, I, have a, I have a question about about Singapore, though. I always picture it that it's really crowded. But are there places you can hike and and that yes. where there's nature and things like that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. This, especially in the last I don't know fifteen years, they they have made so much investment in creating these um, walkways that actually connect the entire island. You can now oh, bike wow. around the whole island. Wow. You can walk. And the last time we were there, there are these greenways where they are taking old railway yeah, tracks, old railway tracks. clearing it and creating, uh, you know, trails for people to hike. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot. There's just been just absolutely wonderful yeah. things to do. And some of the things we have done was to explore, um, checking out, uh, walk above uh, among the treetops. Yeah, you can. <gasps> oh, yeah. I've seen that. That yeah. thing is yeah. so, so cool. cool. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really cool. And I mean, and... it was always green. Yes, but it's getting yeah. greener. Green. They have a okay. big, big commitment yeah. to to us. Uh, you know being carbon neutral yeah. by 2030 and yeah. oh. they also have the super trees if you yeah. haven't seen them the super trees yes. are amazing. yeah they're like yeah. 180 meters tall oh my god they are actually um ecologically d- developed and th- they're gorgeous they have lots and lots of park areas yeah. to go to to walk yeah. through there's no shortage of hiking trails and and parks yeah and mm-hmm. reservoirs yes. yeah reservoirs um, for, for you to reserve yes yeah. mm-hmm. So, so when you guys go there, I assume that you spend a lot of time with family, right? Because you go one, you used to go what once a year or how often? We went no once once, once every year, once years. every other year. I mean, you you were there. I, a lot. I was there a lot because I worked for a Singapore company, yeah. but mm-hmm. I was only there like you know every year for a week for business travels, and occasionally she would come, and then we would. Go somewhere, go somewhere. But sometimes she didn't want to, on her other weeks off, be anywhere near Singapore and Asia. So we would go to South America or, you know. (laughs) So, but it's good you always have a place to stay. I mean, you have that place thanks to your mom. Yes. (laughs) You know, and that's wonderful. And you said that the weather, because of its location near the equator, is pretty constant, right? Even though it's humid. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good season. place to retire. Um, there is a rainy season, but Monsoon but season. rainy means that it rains for an hour and oh, then, half an hour, and then stops. Yeah. But there, there are days that we're there that it rains. Yeah. And when it, when is the monsoon? I heard you mention monsoon is typically in November. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In, and and what's the temperature like? You said it's usually the same. What's the temperature like? Is is pretty much constant between eighty and ninety. Whoa! Uh, so, yeah. With yeah, yeah. humidity. Ah. Yes. It yes. Humidity. It's humidity. Everywhere is air conditioned. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. But it is hot. I like it. I like yeah. the heat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a very important question, which I we have forgotten, and that is healthcare. Mm-hmm. When you go there, because most of your doctors, your regular primary care is not. I assume there because it's not like every year. How is that treated? How do you handle a situation? Should it arise? Healthcare, first of all, is, is excellent in, in Singapore. It's also socialized, socialized okay. by the government. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, and even if you you don't go to uh, the hospital, you want to just go to a clinic. They have a lot of, I, I guess, it's like urgent, urgent care. care. Oh, but it's yeah. always been polyclinics and, and and they don't cost very much. One year I was sick and I went to see a doctor and they even dispense prescription at the end of my visit. Mm. And I paid less than... It was like $80. Yeah, less than $80. It was like $80. Nice. It was the exam and all yeah. the testing and her prescription yeah. was $80. Wow, yeah. that's great. Wow. Much, much cheaper. Yes. Than the and, and the healthcare is good because, because it's been developed over the years it's, so it's well or just... I mean, is mm-hmm. a lot of the Asia, other Asian countries actually come to Singapore for some of their treatments, like mm. you know, yeah. cancer and for medical uh, training yeah, for too. Medical there are good medical schools there. Yeah. It's so, really excellent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And also, and for me, it is subsidized. I get travel insurance when we mm-hmm. travel, so that helps. But I haven't had to go to the doctor yeah. there yet. No, one time we did. Remember, Andrew took us to the emergency room. Remember when we thought we had a parasite <laughs> oh, yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. It cost twenty five dollars. That was it. <laughs> that was wow. Twenty five dollars to go to the doctor. But I I get travel insurance because I think everybody yeah. who travels yeah. ought to get travel yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Catastrophic things could ruin you. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Absolutely, and, yeah. and also because we we tend to go to off the beaten track, you know, outside of Singapore. Uh, if something happens to us, we want to be repatriated to Singapore for, yeah. for medical mm-hmm. treatment. Yeah. That, All right. That was great. I think we're going to move from Singapore to Jersey City, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. We're real short, because I know we've been holding you guys hostage here. Why Jersey City? Let's start there. We lived in Manhattan for 20 odd years. I lived there for almost 30 years. Most of my adult life, I actually lived in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my, my. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn. and Yeah, I you abandoned us. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I never wanted to leave. And so I came back as soon as I could to Manhattan. So for a long time, we lived in Manhattan and I had jobs in New Jersey. And so I commuted <laughs> from New York to New Jersey. Oh my goodness. So I worked at Rutgers. I worked at Rutgers for a while. I work at Montclair State. I worked at, for the American Cancer Study uh, out of New Jersey. Yes, I yes. the All Stars Project, which is based in Newark. Mm-hmm. So I had all these jobs in New Jersey. So we in in New York, we lived on 13th Street between Fifth and Sixth. Wow, okay. so nice! It yeah. was like the most amazing location. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. apartment. We loved it there. Mm-hmm. And so we considered moving to New Jersey for about several times. Yeah, like four times we considered moving to New Jersey over a, a nine-year period. And every time we said no, uh, every time we said no, we can't possibly leave Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we um, then we decided, well, we, you know, the pr- problem with apartment buildings, we had neighbors that smoked all the time. And mm. so our 
apartment was reeking of tobacco and yeah yeah we just couldn't deal with that mm. anymore and we also had the weekend home by then we had bought a you know everyone in new york aspires to have a weekend home so we <laughs> had a weekend home mm-hmm. and every time we would <laughs> get to the holland tunnel on, on the way on the way back we would be driving and it would take us you know an hour to get to the holland tunnel and then it would take <laughs> us another hour to get to a, two miles and reggie would get more and more agitated oh. and more and more like that so finally we decided that we would move to Jersey. It would make my commute a bit easier. Reggie's commute wouldn't be so bad because her her office moved near the financial center. So oh, right. my train was really easy okay. for her. And then, so we moved to New Jersey. And six months later, I got a job in New York. Oh, <laughs> of course. Of course you did. Um, but by then we'd fallen in love with new, being in New Jersey. Yeah. We have a uh, we have a loft that's industrial, modern. Um, we have this 18 foot high window. So when we the first night we stayed in that apartment, I went to my office. I was working at Montclair State at that point, And I walked in and I said to them, I can see the sky from my apartment. And they all looked at me like. <laughs> You have been in New York for way too long. <laughs> you, know, you need to get out. Oh of my city. God. Um, but in Jersey City, we actually live right next to Hoboken. We're okay. right near uh, the border between Hoboken and Jersey City. So we mm-hmm. take the Hoboken Path Station. One it takes stop it, into, yeah, yeah, one stop and we're in the village. Yeah. Right. You can't beat that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lovely place to live. It's it is very diverse. There are great restaurants that are off the beaten track. It's it's much calmer than New York City is. And we, oh, yeah. we like that. We actually just convinced four of our oh, friends, friends to, move. to move from the village to wow. the city. Wow. So, so well, we it, like it's it. got to be cheaper than the village. Well, Not they, anymore. The prices have gone up a lot. But you okay. still so, get more room. You get yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. You get, get more much for the more. dollar. Yeah, sure. We got. Three times the space yeah. for half the price, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we moved. But so also, it's calmer. And if you're thinking you're at yeah. new retirement, yeah. having some calmer New York energy is pretty frenetic. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. love New York. I'm like a diehard. Like I'm in love <laughs> with New York, and uh, I I like to be there more than Reggie does. <laughs> I like to, and also I still, as Reggie said earlier or somebody said earlier, I, I teach in NYU. I love teaching, mm-hmm. but it's also, it's also, we also planned it out when we were deciding about what would happen when we retired. We always had the idea that we would retire early and that we would retire before we could be able to get Medicare. So NY teaching at NYU was always part of the plan. Mm. We knew we could get our health care through NYU right? Uh, since I was an adjunct. So that right. was, it was always part of the plan that we would retire early and that I I would teach. So I'd, right. I'd be retired from full-time work, but I would still teach. Okay. Um, okay. So that we would get our healthcare that way. It's it's better healthcare. The the on the the marketplace plans in New Jersey actually aren't very good and they don't cover doctors in New York. Mm. Actually, all of our doctors are in New York. <laughs> right, um, right. Because so, it's so convenient. Yeah. 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 So and it's so convenient. It's so easy to pop yeah. into New York City. Um it's great to live in Jersey City and work in the NYU area. My God. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. it's there you can get a better scenario. Look at the, the face light. Reggie, yeah. Reggie likes the lake house better than I do. Well, she likes to be at the lake house more. I like to be at Jersey City a little more. So <laughs> it's a compromise. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the lake house. Now, how, what's the distance between Jersey City and the lake house to give us, like, we don't know where it is. 58 miles. Yeah, it's 58 (laughs) miles. So it's about an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. We used to have a house that was further. It was another half an hour. It was in Pennsylvania. It was half an hour further, but, but, but we moved into Jersey to have both places in Jersey. 
because it's quieter at the lake house, I assume. Oh, yeah. And we right? certainly, we, the lake is 20 feet away. Oh, so like, if oh, we want wow. a kayak, we just pull the, the kayaks into the water. And-, and you're athletic. Both of you are athletic. I mean, so yeah. so talk to a second about pickleball. So Jean got me a pickleball set. Ah. And we no, we have not done anything with it. It's sitting in the back of my in, in my car in the trunk. We we plan to use it. So it's become so competitive. I mean, yeah. I just read yeah. an article that uh, Tom Brady uh, yeah. is yeah. like you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. are you in a league or when do you play? Every day you said we play just about every day. If wow. we're in Jersey City, there are there are courts three blocks from our house. There are six courts. Wow, we play there. That place is hyper competitive. Yeah. And it's oh, a lot of don't 30, go there. It's a lot of 30 something men. Oh, They're really? hyper competitive. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Here at the lake, we got taught by uh, 70 and 80 year olds how to play um, wow. years ago. And they're they're still pretty good. We're yeah. a lot better than them now, but, you know. But we still play with them and yeah. we enjoy it. Yeah, they're like in their eighties, so yeah. they they can't move like the thirty somethings and mobile <laughs> things. You know? but it's more so, social, you know. Um, so them. it's more social. Yeah. So when we play out here, it's more yeah. social and just you know, yeah, it's relaxing time and yeah. it's less competitive. Yeah. So what you have to do if you're a beginner is find a place that's not hyper competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's out of control. I mean, there are these leagues yeah. in Manhattan. Yeah. There's some yeah. women league that are like when you look at them it, it i can feel the energy and it's just so intimidating yeah and, and he's like oh we're just gonna go around it's like badminton i'm like no it's not it's <laughs> yeah. like bam yeah. yeah but it's interesting in manhattan there are a lot of um young parents are getting upset because they think yes. they're the yeah. playgrounds are being taken over by pickleball people they come with their own nets and everything yeah yeah. The problem is that there it's grown, it's yeah. so popular. Yeah. There's not enough facilities dedicated so, yeah. to football. Right, yeah. The facilities have to catch up to the to right. the, the players. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the, do you play in Singapore? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, we're very, very fortunate Singapore urban planners have like a court, a multi-purpose court, uh, which is the size of a badminton court, actually, which is what the pickleball is played on. Every estate, you have several of them within a few blocks walk away wow. so we're we're fortunate enough to have one just downstairs from where wow. we wow wow so we could yeah. just look outside of windows oh we can <laughs> go <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. um is but it's used for different sports you know in the evening there's a group of guys who would play a ball game and then there's us in the morning and and entertaining some of these old ladies who be like curiously watching what we're doing <laughs> It's also exploded in Singapore and everywhere. Yeah. You can find groups. Yeah, of we found yeah. we we actually met a whole bunch of people playing yeah. pickleball in Singapore. So we really we got to know yeah. a lot of people. We, we actually played in a tournament once. <gasps> she, she, I played yeah. in a couple of tournaments wow. myself. Wow! But I'm pretty easy going, yeah. except when I'm in a tournament. You know, <laughs> no, I don't know content. about that. I I don't know about that. So you seem like a very very um, aggressive, if you ask me. I'm, I'm nice. To, I'm nice to new players. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be across the court from you anytime soon. Okay, I want it to be an enjoying kind of you know relaxed. Mm-hmm. But the problem is because you're so close to each other, right? You're like your faces are so close to each other that it's you can't go just... in the kitchen. Though. You can't get that close. Well, <laughs> yeah. You can't go in the kitchen, right? Yeah, you can't go yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. you know what? I, I want to ask since you seem to live in two, three places a year and maybe during COVID it stopped mm. a little bit. Right. Yes. But you were kind of going back into that open, I guess, society pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you live, I'm, I'm trying to find, cause I'm pretty much a homebody. 
Do you feel like you're constantly on the go? I mean, you both have a similar personality to be able to do that. If one of you just likes to sit home and the other likes to travel, that's going to be a problem. So both of you are, are pretty travel oriented, would you say? Mm-hmm. I We are, but I think we nest in each of the places, right? Is there enough like, time? I guess Singapore there is. is like, yeah, because we... Because we stay in the apartment in yeah. Singapore, we f- have a fully outfitted kitchen. We cook our meals. Mm. We cook some of the same things, but also a lot of different things in Singapore. We kind of establish a home base wherever yeah. we are. The house is a home base. The apartment in Jersey City is a home base. And then Singapore is a home base. Okay. Um, okay. And, yeah, that is nice. Um, so I always feel, I don't know how Reggie feels about this, but I feel like we we have a home in each place and okay. we're just going to home. Singapore is different, a little different because it's on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. So we try to stay in touch with people by Zoom and continue to do some stuff by Zoom. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? You said it. You, <laughs> you actually agree with me? Yeah. <laughs> you said that Singapore is centrally located and that you, you take fights, you can go to different countries. Are there reasonably priced uh, oh, fights? Yeah. There are cheap airlines. Yes. Yeah, there are cheaper airlines. Oh, it's like Europe. Okay. Like I said, we we, we did this uh, the first year and we're, you know, there and we're like, let's go to Penang this weekend online and find a, a budget airline that's like maybe 50 bucks each way. Wow. And an hour, maybe an hour and a half flight, you know, find a cheap hotel or a nice hotel. Mm. And you could you can go away for less than a thousand dollars, two of us for oh, a cool. nice long. Weekend. Sometimes like five hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred dollars. I mean, you know, not all, amazing. All That's life, great. Yeah, hotels. Yeah, and the food doesn't ever cost anything. I mean, if if we're telling you how cheap things are in Singapore, I mean, talk about Vietnam. I mean, oh yeah, like a dollar yeah. for you know. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. So really, I mean, traveling in Asia is generally very, very, very uh, affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so and and yeah. you could go on a whim. Just go. Yeah, you, we yeah. we would. So in 2018, we stopped working. Right, mm-hmm. we went for the month of February that year. 2019, we were gonna go for three months, but we ended up staying for ten weeks. We came back early. Wow. Um, Because my mother was ill. So we went for 10 weeks. But then during the 10 weeks, we went to three different countries. Yeah. So we, we, that, that was the first trip where we were like, oh, let's just go to Cambodia this weekend. You know, yeah. Then the next year, we went for January and February. That was was 2020. We went to oh, nice the, for the for the, the Australian, Australian Open. Open, and then we went to Borneo. Yeah, uh, for like a week. Borneo. We went to yeah. Borneo, yeah. and then we came back February twenty first. Then the fa- the twenty twenty one we Not didn't go no. because of COVID. Then twenty two, then we didn't go anywhere. We just well, stayed in Singapore. Yeah, twenty twenty two, we went to Singapore for. 89 days. <laughs> and we stayed only <laughs> in Singapore. We didn't travel anywhere. Yeah. It was too much of a hassle to get in yeah. and out of Singapore yeah, with yeah. COVID. You know, but, so so we went to Singapore and we yeah. just stayed for yeah. 89 days, which was yeah. marvelous. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't want to come back it's, when we came back. We wanted to stay longer. It's oh, I bet. I said to her, I said, what are we going to do in Singapore for like 89 days? Yeah. And we found so many things to do. Some are free, some are not free. For example, she took a kaleidoscope making class. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. I learned how to make Malay desserts. We, 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 did, we had a great yeah, time. Yeah, we had a great time. And we and we were, we there were still a ton yeah. of things on our list to do that we yeah. hadn't. I mean, we've been there like a dozen. I've been there at least a dozen yeah. times. Well, 20 and times. And there are still things on the list that I haven't gotten to do yet that yeah. I wanted to do in yeah. Singapore. Yeah. So well, I'm great. assuming that you when you go that you're expected to see family for some length of time, no? 
Yeah. yeah. And so that must take in some of the time away from the vacationing, so to speak. Although you're probably relaxed anyway. Yeah. 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 It's a fantastic, it's, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's different when you go and you stay for several months, like in, in the past, in, in, before we were retired and we would go, we go to Singapore to travel and, and you'd be like in and out, squeeze three, four different appointments a day to yeah, see everybody. Yeah. But now that we're there and we have a home base, we have people over, we host, mm. you know, dinner parties. Yeah. yeah. And then we actually get to spend time. Quality yeah. time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. when we used to be stopping over, we'd only be there for a week. First of all, it's a 13 hour time difference. Sometimes of the year it's 12 hours, but it's a big time difference. And the jet lag is really yeah. wicked. Oh man. So, yeah. But we would have to make ourselves like yeah. boom, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. do something every day, even though we were like barely keeping our eyes open. I know. Now <laughs> when we go for like, when we go for three months, the first week we don't really plan much yeah. of anything. We just sleep when we sleep and we, yeah. uh, we eat when we eat and just regulate your body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. We just let our bodies kind of naturally acclimate. And, and we don't see anybody until a week after. Yeah. Well, know? that was just COVID also <laughs> yeah. because yeah. Yeah. needed, you know, yeah. there were a lot of rules around. COVID. Oh, sure. Had to, yeah. had to take a test every day. But but it we l- just let ourselves um, have the time to adjust and we don't yeah. have to. We saw lots of people. We did. Mm-hmm. We had dinner parties in our house. Yeah. It was like, wow. Really- so I think we've covered the majority of the things that we plan to. So what kinds of um, advice would you give folks who are retiring or have retired and thinking about living in two places across the continent? Would you have any words of wisdom? Well, first of all, it's a wonderful thing to do. So yeah. do it. I mean, living somewhere like, as we said, I, I visited Singapore anytime between like 12 and 20 times. <laughs> But it's not the same as living there for eight, you know, for three months, doing it every year, you know, getting to really know the fishmonger and the noodle person to really feel like you're there. It gives you another view of the country. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're stopping there. You're actually living there for if it's a short period of time. It's three months, Mm -hmm. but um, but you're actually living there. You're living your life there. So part of what we worked on doing when we first started doing this is that when we went to Singapore, we weren't going on vacation. You know, you go on vacation a lot of times and you're not in touch with your friends. You just yep. like yeah. going to on vacation. Well, we, I started, we started working on it as if we're not actually going on vacation. We're just living our life yeah. in another place. Mm-hmm. We're in touch with people. We do zoom drinks with yeah. people. Yeah. We- mm-hmm. Right. see people that are here. So it's not like we disappear for three months and then we reappear. Right. That's There's true. Continuity to it. Yeah. We also stay in touch with Singapore folks yeah. a lot while we're not well, there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's sort of more seamless when you live somewhere else. You know, it's it, it a seamless thing. It's it I don't I think it would be hard to do it as okay, we're stopping our US life and we're starting our Singapore life, then we're stopping Singapore and we're starting US. Yeah. No, it's yeah. all it's all like one life. So you're just living in a different place. And you've gotten accustomed to this over the years. So it's not like, oh, my God, I, I don't want to put away the suitcase. It, you're basically packed, right? <laughs> We're not packed yet, no. but Reggie does really marvelous Excel packing sheets. So, you know. Yeah. What do you uh, mean? What do you mean? She has Excel list, packs. She has list, charts list. for our packing. Um, I want to hear about this because I, I love Excel. So tell yeah. me. What, what, yeah, what, we should have, we should have put turned this into an app a long time ago. We would have made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I, I keep a list of what we keep in Singapore. I know how to pack. Brilliant. You know, we're going to be there for three months. We're mm-hmm. going to need like certain 
things, medications, stuff like mm-hmm. that. We are get, we're trying to get better at it and not bring so many suitcases. I mean, there's always room for improvements. You learn from each trip how to prepare for the next trip. Yeah, we, It gets we also, easier and easier, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and we also know what we can buy in Singapore mm-hmm. that we need and what we can't buy. So last time we discovered they don't sell 81 milligram aspirin in Singapore. Wow. I thought, really? hey, I could get aspirin. There's no, no baby they, aspirin? They, sell, they, they sell 100, 100 milligram. milligram. They don't sell 81 yeah. milligrams. Wait, wait, so um, if the baby needs uh, an aspirin, <laughs> their standard is 100. 100, yeah. Yes. Yeah. They don't give babies aspirin. It's dangerous for them. They don't give babies aspirin anymore. No, 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 but <laughs> they don't? With, no. Yeah, you know, hard stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. So we, we know what we can buy there and yeah. what we can't. Reggie has sensitive skin, so we know we do have to bring that supply. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a little less whatever. If we yeah. want to buy shampoo, we need to buy. It's actually shampoo is and daily care stuff is pretty expensive in Singapore, yeah. so we tend to bring oh, that. Oh, good to know. Um, yeah. Can you Amazon things over? You can just um, Amazon, right? You can Amazon. It takes no, they longer. have a different company but called Shopee. You get from yeah. Amazon. Yeah, yeah but you know the, we ordered a pickleball net that got shipped from China to the US to the Singapore. Yeah, via for, <laughs> for oh Amazon. So no Amazon. Yeah, that's so um, funny. We so we you should just now, have one in each place. But we do leave some stuff there. So we do know there's some stuff that we leave there. Know what we we can buy there and can't mm-hmm. buy there. Mm-hmm. And we know what we need to bring from here that we need. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know what things are more expensive yeah. there than are here. Mm-hmm. And we also mm-hmm. know what things are not available there that we actually sure. need. Because we, as you said, we've done it a bunch of times. So now we know. So, so Reggie, I, I need to ask on your Excel spreadsheet, I'm assuming you have a tab for each location. And are you an excellent packer or both of you just bring, well, for 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 Singapore, it's one season you pack just what you don't have to have like a heavy coat or anything well, like that we're going to go to japan and it's going to be cold in japan so it depends <laughs> yeah. a little bit on what travel we're yeah. deciding to do okay so, so you have no. to be depending um, on yeah. where you're going to go okay. so what we tend to do relative to winter clothes is we'll wear a lot of layers yeah. instead of bringing a big bulky winter coat we'll wear a lot of layers so okay. that we go somewhere that's colder. We we have okay. what we need to wear. Before we go, I have, I have a question. You both retired young. What's your advice about that? Yeah. <laughs> plan. Yeah, plan. <laughs> plan ahead. Yeah. Um, so as I said, we we had a plan, we had a plan for healthcare. We knew what we would do for healthcare. We didn't know what we would do for a 22% drop in the market. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just don't does. do anything. Nobody does. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, we um, didn't. The advice we got before we decided, so we were on the fence for a long time and we thought we were going to work. We actually retired two years earlier than we were planning to. <laughs> Friends said to us was, you're never going to think you have enough money. So just do it. Just do it. It has been retiring early has been the best thing that we ever did. We are way happier. We are way healthier. We've gotten to spend time with, you know, Reggie's family. Mm -hmm. We got to be with my mother. My mother passed away about two and a half years ago. I'm sorry. We we got to spend a lot of time with my mother in the last three months of her. Yeah. When COVID hit, she was living in assisted living. And Mm. my sister and I decided, and my mother and my brother, we decided she would move out of assisted living. She spent most of the three months here. Oh, so nice. Sometime at my sister's. And so we got to spend a lot yeah. of time with her. That's oh, great. great yeah. That's great. And, uh, and, you know, for the two years before that, I, I took her to all of her doctor's appointments. So, mm. 
I mean, un- unfortunately, Reggie's parents both passed away before we retired, but it has been the best thing in the world. Now, we've had to make compromises. We had to cut our budgets. It, it might not seem like we have a budget, but... We, <laughs> oh, we I'm sure to, you do. Uh, we had to cut our budgets and mm-hmm. we had to plan mm-hmm. out some stuff. I do a little bit of consulting on the side, sometimes to help pay for additional things we might want to do. Renovation but, projects. Yeah, renovation yeah. Mostly as I work for Renos and for healthcare, you know, so we had to make some compromises, but it has been, and then I'd like to hear your answer too. Oh, no. It's been the best thing that we ever yeah. decided to do. Oh, I mean, we, it, it was counterintuitive because, yeah. you know, you're 58 years old, yeah. you're making the most amount of money you've ever yeah. made in your life and right. you keep doing it, but we were miserable. Yeah. Yeah. We miserable. I was, I was so unhappy um, <laughs> and stressed. Stress. Um, yeah. and we, we were stressed yeah. out. Yeah. We didn't sleep well. Yeah. yeah. We didn't Are you get- sleeping well now? Um, no, well, no we still have some, some, some insomnia, but yeah. it's not because yeah. we're worried yeah. about jobs. No, well, no, no about it's just natural. Okay, uh, but what's your answer to the question about retiring early? Yeah, yeah, what's your answer? Oh, I wish I'd done it earlier. Oh, <laughs> I, wow, I was, I was just so, so miserable at my job. Everybody who knew me, they knew you as a different person. Yeah, I mean, we we had pretty high level positions. Yeah, very and We were in charge jobs, of a lot of stuff, you know. both of yeah. us. I don't miss my job at all. I don't miss supervising uh-huh. people. I don't miss dealing dealing with difficult clients. <laughs> yes, yes. And the thing I need to worry about is where am I going to play pickleball tomorrow? Oh, <laughs> that's so yeah, good. Who am I that's playing so with? So you know, good. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. we get up in the morning and we're not dashing out the house, yeah. right? We 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 get up. We have breakfast. We take we do, our time. We do wordle. We do Wordle. I feed the birds. I, I do. I do. Uh, I've been spending a lot more time in the yard and garden. I've never had never had any interest in doing that, but I've I've started to learn how to dig things out, <laughs> and, oh, and and, and yeah. I I maintain the property. I cut the grass and I do these things. Wow! And, and I'm actually very happy just doing those things, right? Because they're yeah. mindful and intentional. Yeah. That's yeah, they say. Yeah. We yeah. also, I mean, we also planned for it. I mean, as I said, we yeah. already we knew we were retiring. Our plan was always to retire when we were around sixty. Yeah. Um. So we had a plan. Okay. So what are we gonna do about healthcare? We yeah. we lived on one salary mm-hmm. for the most part and mm-hmm. saved yeah. the other one. Right. Uh, we invested. You know, yeah. we we sold our apartment in in Manhattan and bought a cheaper apartment in Jersey City. Was saved. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. we planned for a long time to retire early and then um and then we pulled the trigger two years earlier which you know in some ways if we knew we were going to have such a bad market oh, <laughs> might well, have, who knew worked those two years <laughs> yeah, but yeah but the thing is that we were done we yeah. didn't really want to be doing what we were doing anymore yeah and, you knew yeah, yeah yeah we knew we were done mm-hmm. i didn't want to do what i was doing anymore and we knew we'd figure out how to do life this way so we cut our budget we don't we don't spend as extravagantly as we used to, you know, mm-hmm. um, but we also, as I said, we, we lived on one salary. We saved the other salary. You know? Well, that's kind of what we do. I mean, we're still spending, even though I took retirement at the end of um, December. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to give myself a year because I feel like I'm still not using the time that I should be, but it took a while. There was this period of anxiety and I'm still kind of going through that, but I think it's not as easy as people say, you know, the, the minute you quote unquote retire, mm-hmm. you don't go into this mode. You, you're, you're kind of like shedding, right? 
shedding the work life out of your system, but you feel a little unsteady. I should write a book about this. That I actually struggled with it when I first stopped working. I did. I worried about money. Yes. Uh, I I worried about how to keep myself occupied. Right. I think trying to see how I can be more productive and, Mm -hmm. you know, be valuable from time to time. I, 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 ask her, I said, you know, am I just being a leech? I mean, she's still, she's still teaching and, and I'm helping with the consulting, but I, I do feel occasionally that, okay, pick, you know, jokes aside, you know, I play pickleball and all that, but um, I also volunteer, Um, you know, I, I, I'm on the board of my building. I, I try to keep myself busy and mm-hmm. focus generally just, I contribute to the upkeep, the maintenance of this place in mm-hmm. As you see, and and that makes me feel like I'm doing my part, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, I, I, you know, it's fascinating, and I'm so happy that you're sharing this because I feel like I'm gonna, because I've worked all my life, right, ever since I was 14 or whatever, and mm-hmm. came from very humble beginnings. The mm-hmm. both of us, there's never been a day that I haven't worked. I mean, only I guess when we were in school. Mm-hmm. Although there were people worse off, there were people who worked during school full time. I felt for those people, but it's not something that came natural to me. And it's still not. I do go to bed late because I watch shows all hours, <laughs> these dramas, you know, English, Norwegian, you know, I watch all yeah. these fabulous, <laughs> you know, series, right? BritBox, mm-hmm. Acorn TV. And then I kind of feel guilty. And then I don't go to bed when they say you should. And I think I'm just being rebellious that I don't do that. And I don't care about my health, but I don't want to die soon. You know, like I'm really like messed up right now. Yeah, I was in UPS before making a return. And I thought, oh, maybe I should get a job here so I can get out of the house. Hey, you know what? I looked because the post office is looking for people. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I said to myself, should I apply to the Yes, (laughs) You should, because I don't think the post office has part-time, but UPS does. I mean, I don't want to drive it. I do. In fact, I I hear the post office has some part-time stuff. I want to drive the the little post (laughs) delivering mail on the weekends. Me too. I love those trucks. (laughs) I love those trucks. I said I wanted to do that. (laughs) Yeah, why not? I mean, because then you have free time for pickleball still. You can't play pickleball you, 24-7. You know well, there's an issue about being productive and, and contributing and, and yeah, leading. Yeah. And Reggie ran a company. Re- Reggie ran the I know. Yeah. yeah. You were so, the whole region uh, person. To go back from that to, boom, I can wake up anytime I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of strange. But then see, he's still working. So my problem is my clock is kind of tuned in. Like I'll pick him up at the bus every day. And even though he says you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, I'm like, oh, it's almost five. Um, I I better get ready because then it's dinner time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once he retires, it'll be a little easier because then it'll be like, oh, we feel like eating now. Fine. You don't feel like eating now. Fine. You no, know what I mean? No, At this, least you're on the same page. This is true. It's not, yeah. not yeah. so fair for Gil because I know it's tough when you're the only one. Yeah. And I feel really bad that you're working because I'm so well, happy I'm not working. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had a really tough job too. And I worked I had my share of issues and very political and blah, blah, blah. So I am glad I'm not in that environment. But at the same time, I'm kind of here. The only thing that's holding me accountable to the day to day is this podcast. I'll be honest, because there's a lot of work involved. Once we wrap up in a few minutes, there's editing. There's Mm -hmm. all sorts of social media, which we've gotten well, Jean hasn't quite gotten as far on social media yet, but but we're fine as a team. All right, let me not blab because I'm sure no one's listening to this part of the show. But uh, anything else you want to add that we've left out? 
I think that everybody should live in another country for at least a few months in their lifetimes. It opens up your eyes, right? Yeah. And also being somewhere where you're not the dominant, like as Reggie said, I'm the only, I'm the only white person for miles where we stay. Yeah. I've been saying that to Jean. Right. Right. Yeah. It's good to have that experience. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's nothing, nothing can replace that. Yeah. And, and also to learn another culture and to, to have faux pas and then realize, oh my God, that was such a faux pas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, just like, okay, so we won't do that one again. Yeah. <laughs> it has been a pleasure meeting you. Hey, we should, we should meet sometime. You know, there's a, there's a new Hawker Center. You were oh, telling yes, us. Yes. There's a new Hawker Center in, uh, in, in uh, near Times Square. Near Times Square. What? Uh, it's called it's Urban Hawker. Yes. Yeah. Urban yeah. Hawker is brought by a Singaporean foodie guy who, who wanted to bring the Hawker experience to New York. Nice. Now, I, I do have to put a word of caution. It's New York prices. Yeah. That's a shock. That's a shock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is, it's it's for tourists, you think? Or? No, it's, it's tourists. It's for locals. It's for locals. It's, I mean, it's, you know. I mean, it's not far from Radio City yeah. Musical. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's that kind of crowd. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much. We really You're appreciate welcome. the time that you've given us. We yeah, really thank do. You, thank you. Nice. All right. Bye. 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 We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.